0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Locked on Lakers for Tuesday. Brian Kamenetsky, Andy Kamenetsky. The Lakers get the preseason debuts for LeBron James and Austin Reeves. How'd they look? We'll tell you next. You are locked on Lakers. Your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. thanks to everybody for making locked on Lakers your first listen of every day Monday through Friday no matter how or where you get your podcast. It's always going to be free and never behind a paywall and locked on Lakers on YouTube where you can go hang out with 21,000 subscribers to the channel, growing fast and everybody getting ready for the uh, regular season, which is right around the corner. We got a, you know four more preseason games left to play after Monday night's win, 129-126 over the Nets in Vegas. Andy, we always say the results don't matter unless the Lakers win, uh, in which case they're vitally important. But um, lots to get into. We'll talk about the, the the way the starting lineup looked. It was Torian Prince in the starting lineup on Monday. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt actually sat out the game with heel soreness. Lakers being careful there, obviously, Um, And so uh, Prince gets the start. We'll tell you what that looked like because Andy, that is a potential regular season starting lineup uh, to get into. Um, But before that, we got to see LeBron James and Austin Reeves, both of whom sat out on Saturday against the Warriors. And I thought both of those guys, Andy, looked just fine. Thank you.
1: Yeah, they both looked really good. Uh, LeBron, 10 points on three of eight shooting uh, hit three of his four free throws, five assists, three rebounds, a lot of control of the game, uh steal and a block. And he played 17 first half minutes, and it felt like he was actually tr- – felt like they were trying to get him out there with some different floor combinations, get him a look with several different players because there's always a chance that he doesn't play – Wednesday and or Friday, I'd be very surprised if he played in both of those games. I would be shocked. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I'm sure Darwin was trying to get him with as many different combinations as he could in that first half uh, before he ends up playing whenever that game is. Right, and, and it's, it's you know,
0: less to me. I mean, tell me if you agree about stuff like this. Like with LeBron, you know, obviously he's not going to play in as many games. He's not going to get as many minutes in the preseason, and it be nor should he. Um, but when you talk about looking for different combinations and, and, and seeing that to me, it's as much, and obviously they practice together, but it's different in the game. It's as much about letting guys get used to playing with him and what it's like in a real game against real opponents. When LeBron is on your side as it is more even than LeBron getting used to his opponents because, or to his teammates, because I feel like LeBron can kind of quickly adjust all those guys There's a lot of, I think, learning how to play with LeBron, too, and how to let him maximize what you do. Yeah, Uh, I think the balance is more towards
1: learning how to play with LeBron just because anytime you play with somebody new that has the ball more often than most likely you will, at least Mm -hmm. when we think about any of these new players coming in, none of them stand a chance to having the ball. As close to that's essentially what I'm getting at, yeah. Right, Uh, but I will say this though: as far as for somebody like LeBron who becomes extremely cognizant and hyper aware of you know the favorite spots of everybody on the floor, where they like to get fed, how they like to get fed, I do think that there is some balance that you know LeBron is getting used to these guys as well. You know, just just building building a shorthand for all of them. You know, so yeah. it, it it the pendulum may swing more towards benefiting the other guys, but I don't think that it's without any change. Oh, sure. I, I was just it LeBron. was
0: it's something that I think about a lot. I was I was curious because you never really talked about that, especially in the context of the preseason. I was just curious your thought.
1: No, I I think it matters for LeBron as well. Otherwise you wouldn't play him with as many sure. guys. I mean but I,
0: I I'm not I'm not saying it doesn't matter for him at all. I'm just saying I think a lot of times we we forget that. You know these other guys. Like th- there is something to learning how to maximize what you do next to him. But yeah, I thought it, it was an easy seventeen minutes where he looked like LeBron. I mean, it, yeah. was, it was, and that's all you really need is okay. He he's moving well. Definitely more explosive than he was um, at the end of the season in the playoffs last year with that foot problem. I don't know if there was any question about that.
1: Yeah, he did not look like a guy that had been recent, recently dealing with a torn foot tendon. Um, Austin Reeves, you expected him to be fairly in rhythm just because he spent this entire offseason, you know, playing basketball with team USA and, and the dude lives in the gym anyway when he's not on a golf course or at top golf or someplace like that with
0: D'Angelo Russell hitting insane tricks. If you have, if you missed this, go to like press pause and go to whatever your preferred social media is. Um, it's Austin Reeves taking a left handed club. Yeah, he's taking D'Angelo Russell, you assume. Right. Flipping around a left handed club to hit it right handed and just raking, you know, like whatever that iron was. It's bonkers. Yeah. It's. It's both an insane shot, but also
1: it's crazy to think about. You show up to Top Golf or wherever they were in Vegas, because I'm sure this is something they were doing screwing around before this preseason game. You just show up to like one of these Top Golf type places to hit around a little bit with your buddies, have a couple beers. And at the bench next to you is Austin Reeves and D'Angelo Russell just hanging out and screwing around like that's got to be pretty surreal too and then you watch him going like my god reeves really is as he good is as he good claims team. to be
0: i mean uh, that that shot was was absurd um so kudos to him for that but yeah he hit came out hit his first three um he finished uh what was it it was 18 points seven, 18 five point four six three yeah five from seven to feel like you say a couple assists a couple um, Russell and Reeves together were 8 of 11 from 3. You add in Torian Prince with his start, um, and now you're talking 11 of 16 from 3-point range. Um, fair to say um, that that starting lineup, at least on Monday, Andy, with Torian Prince stepping in, and this is a lineup that Darvin might end up using. Um, it's either going to be Rui or Vanderbilt or, or this one with Torian Prince. At least on Monday, dang! Like the shooting was exactly what you would want that to be, what you would think it would be in terms of spacing around LeBron and Anthony Davis. Like, okay, that's what it's supposed to look like. That's yeah. the argument for starting Tori and Prince.
1: Sure, and you throw in Rui Hachimura who had 19 off the bench, eight of 14 from the field, but also hit two threes as well. You know, Gabe Vincent struggled from behind the arc, two of seven, but he at least is a credible, if not phenomenal, you know, three-point shooter over his career. And, you know, Darvin talked after the game about how they, they want to be more of a true inside-out basketball team, you know, where, you know, he doesn't want them going crazy from behind the arc. Like, he, do, he doesn't envision them being a three-point team as part of their identity,
0: but are you yeah. saying? Are you saying the fifty-five three points, three pointers that they took on Monday might be on the high end for the season?
1: I mean, that's, that's, that's high for a lot of <laughs> is teams. That, is it's that what great. you're getting
0: at? That maybe we yes. shouldn't expect fifty-five every night.
1: No, but I do think that they, I think he wants them as he should to take more threes than they did last year because this team, on paper, and I and I think actually in reality has more business. Taking threes at a higher volume, and you know, I think Darwin at the end of the day wants them to maintain, you know, their focus at attacking the rim, getting in transition, because they just they have too many guys who can bully their way around the basket. But he did say he wants them being more prolific from distance,
0: and look, th- this team is just built better to do it. Yeah, and let's 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 talk about that because. Again, if you, when you start to figure out, well, what starting lineup do you go with? If that is a major goal for the team, then the one that they put out there on Monday is the right way to go. Um, is, is that enough? Is that three-point identity enough to make this the starting lineup? Talk about that next.
1: Locked on Lakers is brought to you by Jace. And if the past few years with the pandemic, various natural disasters, unforeseen emergencies have taught us anything, it's that you got to expect the unexpected. Everyone should feel empowered to take care of themselves, and their loved ones when it seems like the world has just absolutely gone sideways. And that's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use, gives you peace of mind so You're not just hoping that you have access to medication in the event of an emergency. Jace Medical, make sure you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery, ongoing consultation and care. And you don't get caught unprepared with the Jace case. And you can save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Chase Medical plus an additional $20 off by using the code LOCKEDON at the checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com, promo code
0: LOCKEDON. Part of the reason um, the Lakers haven't been necessarily a prolific three-point shooting team over the last couple of seasons as Darwin was was alluding to. They really they, they didn't want them shooting a ton of threes. Like th- that was not when they were at their best, quite frankly when the volume started to go up every once in a while you'd have a good game, but like they just weren't very good at it. Um and so don't overdo it. Um now you do have a roster. Again, you go through the starting lineup um, the way it was was laid out on on Monday, Reeves was four of six, Russell four of five, Prince three of five. Obviously, Andy, that is a percentage. They're not going to shoot 11 of 16 or 11 of, uh, yeah, 11 of 16 in every game. Um, that's, that's not going to work. It's not going to happen. But those are three really credible three point shooters. LeBron is, you know, uh, you know, a, if, if things go well, a low to mid 30s, um, three-point shooter and then you know davis took three on monday um as he did on, on in the opener against golden state he made two to, uh, monday he made one but you're basically if you get that from all those other guys in real floor spacers you don't need anthony davis to step out taking threes there'll be enough room for him to operate anywhere he wants on the floor at any any level of the floor but not needing to stretch all the way out to three unless he's those are happen to be going like the, the floor spacing will be great for everyone is really what I'm getting at. Yeah, it would be.
1: I mean, you would, you would ask the question before the break about whether this should be the starting lineup. Like if, if three point shooting is a goal for this team to be better and they just, again, they have more guys who are established as being able to do it this season than last season you know, do, does is tonight indicative of the lineup they should go for. I think you can make a case for it. To me, in a lot of respects, what it comes down to is how is LeBron shooting from three? And, you know, what we've seen from AD in terms of confidence with the shot, them clearly looking to set up AD more often that way. Like, we've seen him just popping more in these first couple preseason games than we saw you know, more frequently last season, you know, well,
0: certainly he certainly popping. feels better for all whatever the media talk about his shot, or whatever, he's clearly very confident in it right now, right? And you know, AD would maybe pick
1: and pop ish last season, you know, to 17 feet or whatever, but certainly those type of shots, AD just wasn't popping like that. He was much more of a role guy. I think if, if LeBron and AD are credible combined with what we, I think what we can reasonably expect from Reeves and especially D'Lo, then I think you actually can start Vanderbilt if you want that defensive versatility kind of guarding positions one through three, maybe even four, just because Vanderbilt offers you more optionality that way. And I think you will have enough spacing if
0: LeBron and AD are credible. Well, you know, like, I, 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 I am gonna, rem- I, I'm gonna focus more on the LeBron aspect of that. I think the AD part of it, I, I don't think you're gonna get the volume from Davis from three, to to make it part of the equation. But LeBron certainly would be. I mean, LeBron is gonna be taking. When he take last year, I remember I the number he took about of he seven was, or
1: eight a game last. He year. He's
0: gonna he be took, taking. He took four too or three. many. Is the answer? Uh, no, 100, percent absolutely took too many. Um, but I mean, LeBron is going to be taking five or you know, four or five a game. It's um, <laughs>
1: that I low. Think. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a eight the
0: year before. Um, <laughs> even if he chillaxes, he hasn't taken fewer than five a game since he got here. Um, he's he's gone six, 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 yeah, eight. I was gonna say, four so or five. What what world are you living in, son? I don't know. He's playing uh, one where he's, his minutes are down in the way that everybody wants. Um, so if you're looking at Six, five, or six, or seven, or whatever a night from him. Yeah. I mean, he's got, to, if he's in the mid 30s, I, it's, it really is kind of a fascinating choice that Darvin has because you are getting that defense and rebounding. And even as much, I mean, Torrey and Prince, you know, he, they, there was a play in the first, first quarter, I think it was, where LeBron, is finishing in the bucket and he gets fouled and it was a no basket for Prince, but Prince was right behind to finish. Like you, you replicate a lot of the energy, not quite Vanderbiltian. Um, uh, maybe it's just because of a size difference, a little bit of an, uh, of an athleticism difference. But you know, Prince brings similar, I think, hustle and energy to his minutes. Um, but Vanderbilt is a different kind of deal. You get much more rebounding. You get more defense. Prince, you get. We well, that- get a
1: different type of defense.
0: Yes. I mean- and I think oh, broadly a little bit more versatile. I think you defense.
1: get more optionality with yes. Vanderbilt as a defender, but I'm, I'm just saying that because I don't consider Prince like a defensive
0: liability. Absolutely. And it's, it's worth pointing that out. Um, so that's, that's one thing, Prince, you get some credible defense, um, definitely real floor spacing. The guy who's, he's already promised Andy he's going to shoot over 40% this year. So that's, that's in the books. Um, and, you know, smart play, energy, all that kind of stuff. Rui, obviously you get the scoring and and all that kind of stuff and and whatever, but I saw Monday's game as a great example of why you don't want to start Hachimura. Because when he comes off the bench, presumably LeBron or AD, a lot of that time are going to be off the floor. One of the he has much more space to operate as a scorer and as an assertive, he was assertive. You know, put the ball in your first bucket, I think it was a three for Rui on Monday. The second one was a mid range jumper. It's like he can come out and be that guy. And it's harder to do it when you're sharing the floor with LeBron, AD, Russell, and Reeves. I don't want to turn Hachimura into a guy who stands on the perimeter and you don't get that value out of him.
1: Look, I've been on this train pretty much all summer that I I can understand the argument for starting Rui. It's not a stupid argument. He is perhaps one of the five best players on this team, if that's the way you look at it. He is starting caliber on this team. If you just look at all the different options for the fifth right. guy, I just don't think it's the best use of him. I think you can easily get $17 million worth of Rui Hachimura with him playing off the bench as you said, I actually think you get more utility from him as a scorer. There'll be plenty of opportunities for him to close games. Well, I think I mean, he I, will.
0: And I, you can, none of this precludes him from closing games. It just lines up more shift, shift time for him to be a bigger focal point offensively.
1: Yeah. I mean, again, this is something I've been talking a lot during the offseason. I... I don't think starting Rui is the best use of him and it's not because he's earned it hasn't earned it whatever it's more just thinking about the best use of him best floor combinations best use of the other guys yep like that that fifth guy I don't think is somebody you should be thinking about as one of your most prolific scorers when you looked at when you look at the other four guys who will be out there both as scorers playmakers and just the ball will be in the hands of LeBron, AD, D'Lo, and Reeves pretty much all the time.
0: You don't want to minimize it. Yeah, I agree. Right. Uh totally. Want to let you know today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics to treat more than 50 infections. Get yours today at medical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. So, uh, talk a little bit more about the way the Lakers put out the lineups today. Who uh, get into a few more players um, who played well, who didn't. Want to ask, get your thoughts on Christian Wood and whether or not you think he bounced back um, from a tough game, to say the least, on Saturday. And then I, I want to save at least like forty-five seconds to talk about Maxwell Lewis. Um, so all of that next. I will do the Lewis thing, Andy. I Maxwell Lewis better not if, if if he plays a lot this year, things have gone horribly wrong, I think. Or incredibly well. Incredibly right. Uh, to where they're just playing, yeah. he's come along faster and they're putting teams away so fast yeah, that let's... Maxwell Lewis gets to play a lot. And, and all of that stuff. Let's not rule out the steamroll in the rest of the league option. Right. You know, 72 and, 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 and 10, you know, whatever right. it might be. Um, but, like, you know, when we talk about rookies who seem like they're going too fast, <laughs> like, good God. But, you know, again, it's one of those deals where, like, the Lakers did not invest a first round. Like, okay, it's like this is a, a second-round pick, and you want to – very similar to what they did with um, – Max Christie, they looked at a guy they're like, you know what? I, if we, you know, we see the tools there, probably can't, you know, if we wait to draft him, we might not be able to get him. Holy bleep did he show off some athleticism in this game on Monday. Um flying through like you see the, the even somebody did a, a a screen grab of his jab step. Even it's like just length all over the place and jumping up and down. He's like an early candidate to be that guy in the dunk contest that literally nobody's ever heard of, but jumping out of the gym. It was you insane. Know, the end of this game, you know, which was treated as
1: garbage time pretty much by both teams. I mean, other than I guess Lonnie Walker was on the floor towards the end uh, for the Nets. Um, it was garbage time in terms of the hierarchy of players out there. Right. But both teams were playing super hard down the stretch with guys, you know, for the Lakers like Lewis and Hood Cifino and and Colin Castleton and you know, Alex Fudge. Like it actually was really entertaining down the stretch of it this was. game because it, it got down to the wire. Um, yeah. You can see the athleticism in Lewis. Hood Cifino actually, I thought was less sped up in, this game, two, than game one, made some really nice passes in he's this game. He's a very, he's
0: a very skillful point. I yeah. think and, and you, it's funny you mentioned Hughtchepino because I was like the contrast in the speed at which those two guys were moving. It was like Maxwell Lewis is still crazy, and and Hughtchepino is so controlled that like he, it's finding the right pace for Hughtchepino. At the NBA level, and then obviously hitting shots. Yeah, but I mean it was, he, just, it was such a funny contrast to me to watch that.
1: Yeah, he was Ofer in the game, um, but he had a few, particularly like left-handed skip passes that were just com- really on target. He's not ready for a large role this season, but you again, you can see what the Lakers liked in him. Similar to last year, you could see what the Lakers liked from Christie. Regardless of whether or not you felt he was ready for a full time rotation role or not, you could see yeah. what they, you could see what what drew them towards him and why they drafted him.
0: Twenty two minutes uh, for Christian Wood. He had six rebounds, two steals, ten points on four of ten shooting. Uh, missed all three of his threes. He was one of the only Lakers who did not get involved in the. Um, three-point shooting barrage. Des Moines Hodge, who's actually a really great three-point shooter, uh, also missed all three, of, all four of his. Um, what'd you think of Wood on, on game two versus game one? I
1: thought he was better in, in yeah. game two. Um, I First of all, just his overall energy and activity I thought was much better. He, I think he was actually scoreless in the first half. He had, I think, four or five rebounds in the first half, but Hadn't put up any points, but I thought he was much more engaged in the game. He was just was moving better. I, I saw him you know, putting putting his body on another body if he didn't get the rebounds so somebody else could. And then I thought something interesting in the second half. There was a period where he was out there with like Jackson Hayes and like Christie and maybe Hood Shafino and like a bunch of young guys. And Christian Wood was by far the most established player out there. Mm-hmm. And I tweeted out uh, at Cam Brothers, I like leaving Christian Wood in with all these young reserves. It gives him an opportunity to be the adult in the room, which isn't exactly his reputation around the league. He'll get fed a lot, which he did get in the second half. You know, They worked through him a lot. But there's inherent responsibilities with these lineups as well. I have no idea if that played into why he was out there or not. But I did – I thought he was better in this game. I, I liked much more of what we saw from from Wood. It had nothing to do with his overall line or anything like that. I just he seemed much more just into what was happening, moving better, and again, just better overall engagement.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, it was partially because I really thought he just looked pretty bad on Saturday. Sure, um, I agree it was better tonight. But what what struck me is, and I, and I think I probably. Haven't, you know, haven't given this enough consideration yet, figuring out how to use him well could be a little bit of a bigger challenge for the Lakers getting into the season because they do, you know, we've spent the first 20-whatever minutes of this show noting the skill of D'Angelo Russell and you've got Austin Reeves. And those are your three and fours when it comes to, like, the scoring pecking order. Um, you know, th- that's your starting lineup right there. And then you could put Rui Hachimura in as a starter. And now all of a sudden, you've got five really credible starters who all of them we can score. Um, but, let, you know, let's say it's it's you bring Hachimura in off the bench. Okay, well, now you've got Rui there and you've got, you know, Wood. Like, there's just, there's a lot going on there. Um, there's a lot of people who are capable of, of really scoring. So how do you... Maximize Wood's ability to, to score and to be an offensive threat, particularly in the games where Davis is available. It's easier when in the games where AD misses. How do you do that for those games where he's put without doing that thing that teams sometimes do where they try too hard to make something happen, whether it's a certain matchup to get a certain guy going? And keeping that balance, I I actually, in thinking about watching this game tonight, it's like that could be a little trickier than than I than I might have thought initially. And if that's the case, then they've got to do a really good job of making sure they're bringing Wood along, so that he's you know kind of stays with the program for that first month and a half or whatever might be where the looks, the minutes, whatever it might be, might not be super duper consistent. There's a reason that Darvin has stressed
1: the idea that we know what Christian Wood brings as a scorer and we're excited to see it, but he needs to be buying into all facets of Mm -hmm. what we need from him. I mean, one area where I think Christian Wood can legitimately help this team beyond scoring is the defensive glass. Like, it's something he's actually very good at. They, Frankly, he was better than a lot of options they had last year on the defensive glass. They probably could have used him just in that space. So, and... He's Christian Wood has talked before about being, you know, a a good passer out of the pick and roll or out of the post. And we've seen a little bit of that as well in these two preseason games. But the point you bring up is interesting. And I think it explains in certain respects why it's only a two game sample size. But Jackson Hayes on balance has been better than Wood.
0: I, because I think, you know, he, he's not a dynamic offensive player that you feed. He's somebody nope. that finishes. Yeah. As long as he just keeps running around. like He finishes, by him. the way,
1: so effing fast. He had two dunks that
0: he he flushed that ball so quickly. I wasn't sure if it went in or missed. Because he pops up. He gets off the floor again. We, I think we talked about this on Monday. Like, I, he... I am I have no idea if he's gonna be a consistently good like these are two preseason games and it's 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 meaningless in that regard. And we gotta like you know, he has done this in New Orleans for a few years where you see four games in a row and you're like, dang, he's putting it together, and then four games later he has taken it apart again. Um That he falls that has been, out of
1: the rotation a lot. That would have been the pattern in New Orleans. right?
0: In a place where they were trying really hard to make it work. It's not like they were, you know, that draft pick that they used on Hayes was one of the cornerstone pieces of the Anthony Davis trade. They were not trying to. There's a lottery lock this pick. <laughs> it's a top ten pick. Right. I mean, you know, they, they weren't just like, eh, whatever. But. You, you like just from this stuff so like, like at least you like I get it like I understand what what attracts me when you get a guy who can with that size with that kind of athleticism and again he didn't even play on on Monday I'm not trying to pick on the guy but I just as as a contrast I don't understand the 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 Cam Radish fascination I do now understand the interest in Hayes but it's also like you say what you need him to do is so much more linear and limited. It is very JaVale McGee-like in that sense of finish at the rim, hustle, follow plays, chase down stuff. I don't know if he can do that at a high level with defensive responsibilities and all that kind of stuff. But, I mean, mm-hmm. first couple games, it's like, okay, I see it. I see what he, I see what they're looking at here.
1: Yeah, H- Hayes' look good. I mean, you and I have both been skeptical about where exactly – his role would be, in, to some degree, as much as a scorer of Christian Woods' caliber. If you can get him for the veterans' minimum, you s- just do it. You scoop him up, right? But you have to figure the Lakers were at least somewhat uncertain when they brought in Christian Hayes. I mean, Christian Wood. Just because if you're if you're that certain about what Hayes is going to do, as much as Wood. Wood is the more talented scorer, and in certain respects, is the more talented guy. As far as being prolific, he makes things as we're talking about now more complicated. He so does. if you're that if you're that confident with Hayes, you might consider not
0: bringing in Wood. Yeah, maybe I I think it's it's one of those deals where everybody you bring in, you know, Biombo still unsigned, isn't he? To the best of my knowledge, yeah. yeah. You know, everybody like he's got his own his higher floor in terms of like you've got one elite skill set, but like he's got his own issues in terms of how you can actually use him in a game. Um, And I think the idea is, you know, yes, would has question marks too, but at least now you're banking on one of the two of those guys being able to provide you minutes. And I, I will say two preseason games in, I feel better about the idea of Hayes needing to give them good minutes because it's going to happen over the course of the season just because AD going to miss games. Um, So we'll see. Uh, Again, a reminder that today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase the Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics to treat you. uh, Treat over 50 infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Plenty more to talk about as the Lakers I think are playing every other day uh, through this week. Um, And then uh, the preseason is going to wrap up faster. Uh, Maybe not as fast as we want, but pretty quick and uh, regular season right around the corner. Locked on Lakers on YouTube is where you can go see the show, hang out, leave questions, leave comments, uh, get excited. Somebody pointed out, Andy, that we have a really smart comment section and we, we do, do, which we are super excited about and love the, the additions that you guys make to that uh, comments page. Um, it's just a, a great community of Lakers fans developing there. So please keep it up and we will see everybody on Wednesday.